Can you believe he was like high on the sex with Raquel, probably like falling asleep next to Ariana, just seeing rainbows and butterflies mm-hmm. and all those feelings of like, <laughs> I just did that. It's very the killer next oh. door. Like, do you actually know the person that you're sharing your home with? Maybe not. Unbelievable. I also unbelievable that Raquel is such a... I know she never gave off any kind of sexual chemistry with anyone, with James. I didn't think she was capable. And I she gave me strictly missionary. Yeah. So fucking in the car. Damn, Raquel. And she's so, like, long and leggy. How'd they do it? <laughs> that too. She's very... She's a tall woman. When I saw her... Yeah, when I saw her in person, life is beautiful. She was so far away from me. And she still twice the size of me um and katie then uh talks about how she felt because also this is another bizarre layer Mm -hmm. thing that this whole time katie was the one feeling taunted by raquel's display of this fangirl behavior and her little secret connection with the toms Mm -hmm. That is Katie being taunted like that publicly with the Tom Tom hoodie on Watch What Happens Live. She said, Katie said she wore the hoodie with nothing underneath. That is demonic behavior. Yeah. And Katie mentions that Schwartz made a comment to her, Katie, at BravoCon when Katie was like, oh, Raquel's following you around like a little lost puppy dog. And Schwartz said something to the effect of, well, she's not here for me. So Katie's hackles were definitely up a little bit. But then when you see Schwartz and Raquel like making out and they're making such a big deal out of this will Schwartz and Raquel, will they or won't they, that I could easily see Katie kind of putting that in the back burner and being like, why is this girl flirting with my soon-to-be ex-husband? in front of everybody, even though I've explicitly asked her and him not to do this. Well, what is your hot take? Was Schwartz an active decoy or was that stuff real between her and Schwartz? He was a total active decoy. They give me Polly energy, the two Toms and Raquel. It's gross. I think he was, he knew about it from the jump 100% like I don't I don't buy any sort of he told me after however long I think that Tom Sandoval told Tom Schwartz the next day and that Tom Schwartz had known the entire time was covering for his boy and they even go over that a little bit later on in this episode um how these men consistently cover for each other in the past mm-hmm. I so I think he Knew about it 100%. I think that he was also getting some sort of pleasure in having this young 
dumb, maniacal, leggy blonde hanging around him, flirting with him, sort of billing him up. He and Tom Sandoval have this weird hetero homo <laughs> relationship to begin with. So I just, I don't know. It it gives me my my girlfriend and my boyfriend and I saw you from across the bar and really dug your vibe. <laughs> Instead of being like, my girlfriend and boyfriend, two Toms saw you from Yeah, me and my boyfriend and my girlfriend saw you across the bar. Um, well, I actually, I don't agree with that. I okay. thought about it and I don't think Schwartz was a decoy. I think he was a viable option if Sandoval didn't leave Ariana. And I think when he, after the kiss, we saw him not being interested in actually pursuing it with Raquel. And it kind of did look a little bit humiliating for her. She thought he was a sure thing. A middle-aged divorcee would be so lucky to get with a beauty queen like her. And him denying her, she she didn't see that coming. It didn't play into whatever plan she had to uh, make Sandoval jealous and maybe get another Tom. And I also think um, she's always... uh, I get the sense of satisfaction from her of getting one over another woman. I mean, we saw that with uh, Lala, which I understood because uh, she was in a relationship with a man, James, who clearly had a hard-on for Lala the entire time. And um, Lala seemed so above it all in her PJs and movies and rubbing elbows with A-list crowds that getting picked over Lala with that waiter at Vanderpump Paris gave her a deep sense of satisfaction. Whereas with Katie, it wasn't um, getting one over on her like that. It was more like Katie is viewed as this annoying, angry shrew amongst the men. So maybe she Uh thought she was winning a popular favor from the Toms um, by being a literal antithesis to Katie, a young, hot, carefree, and agreeable girl. Yeah, I can see that. I think that there's always layers, and I like that we're picking up on maybe different frequencies in people and how that they're operating, how we're we're perceiving their their moves that they're making. So the next scene is we go to James' apartment, and this was my drunk notes, capital letters. James is so hot, and underneath. Never mind, crying in that floral silk brown shirt is not hot. <laughs> he does start off right off the bat crying Weeping. about how hurt he is by Sandoval. This man is really hurt by this. Yeah, well, I think that he did have some sort of relationship with Tom where he looked at Tom as a bit of an older brother. And then to find out that your older brother 
was fucking your ex-fiance. Where do you think his uh, feelings stand towards Raquel? Hard to say. I feel like Mm -hmm. he would be lying to himself and I would be lying if I said that he had no feelings for Raquel, which I think is what he's kind of um, come out and said, which I don't necessarily believe that. I do think that he, um, you know, I think that there's still some hurt there. She broke off the engagement. Do you think he truly was in love and he's now over her or do you think i do because i do think that he is and he's said as much and i do think that it's in one of the rare times where he's correct in speaking on himself that he he falls in love fast he is a lover i do Mm -hmm. think that he's a romantic he does seem like the type of guy who is pretty much ready to marry any sort of serious girlfriend that he has because um, I think that he just wants so much love. He clearly didn't get it growing up from his mom or his dad. So I think he does seek that out in relationships. And I think that's why he falls so hard so fast. Is He he just wants to be loved. He's a lover and that's what he's looking for. He truly, I've never seen him have chemistry with Raquel, I'm not seeing it with Allie either. Not the type of chemistry he had with Lala and Kristen Doty right. too. Yeah, a different type of chemistry with Kristen that was toxicity and um, not a good kind, but more than he, you know, does. I mean, I feel like Allie and Raquel are just placeholders, and he maybe falls in love with the feeling of being in love more than with the person oh, yeah. next to him. Totally. Yeah. Totally can see that. It doesn't matter who the person is. It, he just needs someone to fill that void. Right. Just a placeholder until maybe Lala's ready for DJ JK. <laughs> I do think that James... When he becomes a dad, I do think he will make a great dad. I think it would be amazing if he and Lala somehow got back together and he could be a fantastic stepdad to Ocean. (laughs) Yeah, he's naturally a caretaker. I mean, we saw he's basically bankrolling his entire family, his Mm -hmm. little brother. He was paying for Raquel the whole time. Now he bought a house and Allie's moving in. So he does fall naturally in that masculine, you know, handle my business, do whatever needs to be done to take care of the family around me, mm-hmm. which I find very respectable and, I mean, hot, despite yeah. him weeping in floral silk. Uh, <laughs> his apartment looks exactly like every single high-rise party pad here in Vegas. White, spacious, and backlit, and all LED lights. They are cat people, so they are... I am. They are <laughs> allies of mine as a cat mom. <laughs> we do get introduced to Mr. Banks, the cat, which I loved. Love that. I part. love that James became a cat person. A cat after dad. Losing Graham. Yeah. <laughs> I, cat dad it suits him a lot better because the way cats show affection is a little bit more muted, mm-hmm. but it's a lot more intimate. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. I think James. James needs that calming force of a cat laying in your lap as opposed to a dog 
playful energy kind of right needy energy so i really do see that for him i think it's a great great <laughs> choice <laughs> uh lala is serving female fatale cunt in her talking head all black and a liquid trash bag dress. <laughs> she looks incredible she does look great this se- just this season lala's been looking really good This look on Lala is what I originally was hoping to see Raquel in. Ditch the pastel, ditch the good little pageant girl, own your villain arc, Mm -hmm. go full black eyeliner and some sort of a theory mugler, mugler for H&M. Yeah. Black leather bodysuit and just show up. Lose the weird uh that weird thing she does with her insecure voice yeah and just show up and be like you need a new villain here i am (laughs) (laughs) i mean we would die i'd fall out i would have immediately become a raquel stan if she did that if she said you're welcome i saved the show and fuck all of you i am younger i am hotter i am here we'd have no choice but to stan So it's a missed opportunity on her part. So Lala recounts to James, Allie, and Katie how she was suspicious and how she had clocked Tom's pattern, mentioning that this isn't the first time that he's been stepping out on Ariana. Um, She mentions the Tom and Billy Lee rumors. So what do you think of Billy Lee? Okay, so I have it written in my notes Jesse Montana confirmed it, but I don't know why I wrote that and I don't because, remember where I heard because that. Because I think Lala says Jesse Montana oh, really? confirmed it. I think she I think she actually says I think someone says it because I recall hearing those exact same words. Tom and Billy Lee, huh? I mean eh. On Call Her Daddy, Ariana said she trusts Billy Lee completely, which is ironic because she also trusted Raquel, but she acknowledged that herself. This isn't me like saying that. Um, and she said they wouldn't, but would they? I mean, I don't, I was kind of like neither here nor there on Billy Lee. Like I didn't really have a problem with her on the show. I liked her I initially. Thought, I didn't like her. I thought her weaponizing her trans, uh, trans status yeah. was such a just a cheap move. It was cheap, and she to get a storyline. She was using it to get a storyline instead of playing by the rules of the game, which is be petty and you be know interesting. and be interesting she went immediately to identity politics laying down the trans card identity politics making everyone a bully making herself the victim and that's not going to get you anywhere with these people no it won't and clearly it didn't she's off the show so <laughs> <laughs> well so do we put it past her um, to maybe try to get on the show again by banging Sandoval. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. I think if they did hook up, it was probably a drunken, drug-induced, sloppy... Is Sandoval that adventurous, though? I mean, not to call out the obvious, but do you think? I mean, 
Jax has said as much on other podcasts, and I we all know that these men have done sick shit. Maybe some gay for pay activities in in Miami <gasps> oh, yeah. in their in their early days when times are tight. So I wouldn't put it past either one of them. I mean, for just a, a sloppy hookup, I don't think that there was like any emotion to it. I think it would be sort of like a cocaine hot tub energy. I'm here, you're here, a, a hole's a hole, I'll fuck it sort of vibe, which is gross, but so are people, so. <laughs> so Sandoval, he's very gross. Uh, I wrote down, Allie is unnecessary, and I think she is. I don't understand this standing of Allie. She is, I find her boring. She's not witty. She doesn't. Everyone's like, she handles James so well. And no, she treated him like she's his mom. And in one of the episodes when they go to the bar after the beach, and she like literally says, James, you're making a spectacle of yourself. Stop it. (laughs) Oh my God, girl. I find her, I don't need another boring cast member. We already have Katie, who's go girl, give us nothing for forever. Ariana's truly also had the same, nothing that interesting. This is the first interesting thing that happened to her, and she really delivered. I mean, damn. But if you're going to bring on a new cast member, I say bring Schwartz's roommate Joe, or the crackhead like, energy one. Yeah, I like Charlie. I would rather see more Charlie, I think. Um, I but. could do without Charlie. I'm over Charlie. I don't know. I don't enjoy her. I want someone, I want bat, like batshit crazy people who are willing to go there. <laughs> you want 2013 Kristen Doty, who's flying in. That's what I want. Miami That's girl. exactly what I want. <laughs> <laughs> and oh my God. James calling Raquel and reading her to filth metaphorically, taking away what he gave her, the TV show, the fame. I would have been in fetal position crying if my ex spoke to me like that and gave such a filthy read. Yes. Um, You done diddly fucked yourself. I mean. I made you and this is what you did with this. I gave you this show. I gave you this group of people. I gave you an opportunity of a lifetime and you rose through the ranks and this for Sandoval's old cookie cook you threw it all away his 40 year old cock (laughs) there was a level of comfortability between them a level of casualness where she picks up the phone she goes oh hey what's up yeah and I like that it kind of I've never seen that between them I always saw a very tense dynamic where he's very on she's very delayed and processing at all times but this was behind the scenes this played to the fact that they did have a long 
relationship and a long engagement they live together and they know each other on mm-hmm. a level where she can just pick up the phone and after fucking up so royally and publicly casually just say oh hey what's up yeah what am i gonna hear from you again boy right like because the- i know you're gonna speak to me now <laughs> and let me know what you're thinking about this whole thing you see playing <laughs> out on page six <laughs> there's definitely a comfort and familiarity between them or at least there was. Are we ready to move on to Raquel and Sandoval? Yes. Oh. So I was waiting with bated breath to see this clandestine, salacious, horny for each other, fucking in cars and on FaceTime chemistry that they were willing to throw away everything they have for um and if i saw that i probably would have forgiven them i was like damn these two are horny for each other they just can't keep their hands off um what i saw was a clown edit of truly Nothing. It was flop. I don't know if it's Raquel's inability to generate any sort of sexual chemistry with anyone, but they're they're fucking on FaceTime. These people, these awkward. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Um, I think that everyone, when this all happened, was kind of and people when they would ask like cast members about it on podcasts and in interviews. I think there was a, a broad consensus of we hope that they do end up together because it, it should be worth it for all the collateral damage that they've caused. We would hope that this would be a, a true romance that would last for several years. And like you said, I think everyone was kind of sitting on the edge of their seat waiting to see these two together and this clandestine love affair. And then what we got Star-crossed lovers. Yeah, was just dead air. Lives lost, wars started, <laughs> losing everything for this. And all we got is two Teletubbies <laughs> awkwardly just bumping around each other. Can't string a coherent sentence together. I mean, my God, Tom, come on, dog. You called her Ariana? I'm dead. She accidentally... St- thought he said i love you and he's like correcting her (laughs) right so called (laughs) i don't think that he really cares about her i mean i don't think that he wants to maliciously hurt her but i i feel as though he was obviously using her because he lost his mojo and he was trying to get his mojo back which is a disgusting sentence and phrase um And I think that he doesn't really care about Raquel and the shitstorm that was going to be coming her way with all of this. Um, Well, yeah, she said, am I really going to put my life on the line for someone who would cheat on someone? Girl, have you been watching the show? Right. Do you know where you are? Do we need to call the hospital? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we know the elevator doesn't go all the way up to the top with her, but <laughs> it's kind of, I actually was like, okay, so you, you, you're getting there. You're slowly, but at least you're her saying that too. 
uh, and him saying, well, there's something here. He didn't give her that moment of, was it all worth it? I think she wanted a more grand, no, dude, you don't even know. I love you so much. Mm-hmm. Well, this is us against the world. And he he was just like, there's something here, I guess. No, I would never do to you what I've done to my past three girlfriends. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> it's so... He didn't even say that, though. He was just like, oh, we have something, I guess. Yeah. It was a big, big flop. Just flopping all over the place. And also, <laughs> did you see that she was wearing a corset under that cardigan? No, but it does not surprise me. <laughs> that is a sick bitch. That is a if sick bitch. If you're going to put on a corset <laughs> under a cardigan... <laughs> That is, you need help. We're calling some people to come and get you the help you need. (laughs) 5150. 5150. Who wears a corset in their own house under a sweater? Under a sweater. Bitch, you are unwell. (laughs) These are bad choices you're making. All And that hair clip. Oh, God. If I royally fucked up, I would have been an Erica Jane level glam oh. presenting myself. I was like, I can't win any favor from the crowd. So I'm just going to play to the strength of at least maybe I can visually entice some people. You go full Cruella DeVille. You <laughs> you go full Dalmatian coat. That's what you do. You don't do... That would have been a good choice. <laughs> you don't do cardigan clip. Like, um... <laughs> What is that movie, uh, Basic Instinct? No. Fatal Attraction. The one where the f- blonde female lead uh, oh, smokes a cig. Basic Instinct, yeah. <clears throat> she crosses her legs and uncrosses them. Yeah. Yeah, Sharon Stone. I needed that moment from Raquel. Sandal walks in and she's just in the chair with a cigarette and a tight dress. Smoking a cig and ready to really get into it. Yes. That would have been sexual tension. Yeah. Generate it yourself, girl. At least fuck the camera and the audience into maybe being like, okay, okay, there's something here with this girl. But that was one giant just disappointment, honestly. And then we get our first confessional with Raquel, where she briefly tells her side of what happened. Giggling. Giggling. It's very like a little school girl. Yeah, it it isn't it. She's not she's not given it. And her side, her reasoning was also kind of like, what? I didn't get it. She yeah. wanted to fuck someone she loves, right? And it's like, what about the man that you were engaged to? Engaged to. <laughs> very bizarre. Very bizarre behavior. It almost felt like a throwaway reasoning. She just needed something, oh, and she's like. Well, if I use the L word, maybe I'll assign some meaning to it that will Mm -hmm. kind of take away the levity of the situation. I don't know. Just really was one giant non-event for me. And then we're back in the apartment and we see the close-up of the cut on her brow from Sheena's alleged assault. They talk about the events of that night what are your thoughts? Did it happen? Mm, I'll state my case after 
when we talk about after seeing all of the reunions because okay. there's a moment with Sheena and Tom and I'll state my case then. I need okay. a little bit of prep time. Okay. <laughs> We're either going to condemn her or not. The jury is still very The jury much is out. still out. Counsel mm-hmm. has asked for additional time to review the evidence. Exactly. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Ariana goes to Lisa's and oh wait this wait is wait. Oh, okay, go. Before we get there, we have to address the fact that after the scene with Raquel and Tom wraps up in the apartment, then we get the black screen from production, which says after filming this scene, Raquel turned her phone off and was never heard from again. <laughs> That's an yeah, that's another thing. Her PR was all over the place at that time. So sloppy. And I just wish she would have somehow I could psychically download her on the fact like you truly have very tight corner. You have no room to move. So the only thing right now you could do is yeah. own your villain arc and go full vil mask off Joker vibe. Right. That's what we wanted from her. Complete style overhaul. I want, I want it instead of Ariana. I almost wish she went icy blonde, bleached those brows, nasty, heavy, smoky black eye, and theory mugler bodysuits. Lose the voice, the shaky voice. The shaky voice has got to go. And just come in hot. She already has a little bit of it down because she shows mm-hmm. truly zero emotion. I wanted her to lean into the stone cold bitch who says, you're welcome. I saved the show. Ariana, look me in the eye. I fucked your boyfriend. Katie, <laughs> I'm after you, girl. Lala, you ain't shit. Sit back down. You're old washed up hag. There's a new bitch in town. Mm-hmm. Pat James on the head like her little son, like... Sit down, boy. You already gave me what I needed. I used you and I discarded you. My show now, bitch. (laughs) You have no room to judge me. (laughs) Bye-bye. Lisa Vanderpump, you're a nobody. I'm coming for your crown, darling. I'm coming for Ken. (laughs) (laughs) Wake him up. Wake him up. I'm I'm coming for Ken. We needed Raquel walking in. I'm Taking your dogs and your husband. Yeah. To I want to be bad, slow-mo, knee-high boots, world's tiniest micro skirt. Stiletto heel. <laughs> Stiletto heel. Just... Just fucking nasty. Stomping. Just stepping on everyone. <laughs> click, clack, click, clack. As she slow-mo walks into that reunion, sits down, takes out a cigarette, and looks everybody dead in the eye and says, you're welcome, ladies and gents. It's my show now. Let's go. Andy would just spontaneously combust, I think, if that happened. Cream his pants. Oh my god, he would fly into the rafters. (laughs) I wish I could... Skin her, wear her, and give that level of cunt for her, and then give it back and be yes. like, I just did you the biggest favor of your life. <laughs> In another life. <laughs> I actually, when I saw the onslaught of hate, I've never done this before, ever, but 
I sent her DM saying, stay strong, girl. Oh, that's so sweet. I, I was so scared this bitch is gonna like... I know, me I too. Know. I was like, it, please don't let someone... Self-harm. Harm themselves over this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it ain't worth it, folks. No, no. <laughs> but it looks like she's, I mean, she's staying strong in, in a way, yeah. I think, she, I think she's doing all right. So yeah, then Ariana goes to Lisa, and this was such a relatable moment. You know when you're really going through it, and you're staying so strong, and that fucking moment when someone shows you just a little bit of kindness, and that's the thing that breaks mm-hmm. you, because suddenly you feel safe to just unload, melt into their arms, and start sobbing. That was exactly what Ariana did. I want Lisa to hug me against her bosom and let me sob into her silk blouse on her giant white couch while Rosia flutters around in the background, <laughs> bringing me tea. That house is where I would want to have a mental breakdown because it's so polished and poshed, probably smells great mm-hmm. and just a safe, beautiful space. Um, Lisa looks in incredible whatever face work she had done damn girl so good probably like a facelift oh totally but she- i just wish she would let go of that uh wispy blowout and do like a sleek straight all one color either go darker or go lighter mm-hmm. i don't like those it's a little too ma- matronly and mature and the fact that her face looks this good i would love to see like a more styled right of maybe like a blonde chop at the end yeah and lisa i was like you lying when she said we had no no one suspected we had a whole scene where cam suspected right well and when the previous episode of the season where they're at sir raquel is working both toms are there Lisa is there and they're all squeezed into this little corner and Raquel is, you know, squeezed in between Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz. And Tom Sandoval has the world's biggest shit-eating grin on his face the entire time. And Lisa even calls him out on it. She's like, you're enjoying this far too much. And he cannot wipe the smile off of his face. Um, that scene really stood out to me too because it was editors really playing up the threesome rumors because mm-hmm. that was a weird threesome yeah. dynamic between them. I mean, they might as well were fucking in front of Lisa on that couch because that's how they were interacting with each other. Yeah. Yeah, they talk about that Ariana says they didn't think Raquel was capable and Ariane says... She needs to leave and move because she's done. Change her name back to Rachel. I think she's correct. Um, There is no path forward, mainly because uh, Raquel is not a sparkly person. So she didn't accrue the amount of stands that are diehards for her i don't mean Mm -hmm. i don't know anyone like say if she got off the show what is she gonna do start a podcast who's gonna listen to that she can't even finish a sentence on her own if she started serving cunt then she would have owned everything and the stands would have come out in drones but i mean yeah for all intents and purposes she's obviously not going to be getting brand deals right 
As far as uh, capitalizing on the fame, I don't see it for her. No, at least not anytime in the near future. I mean, she was seen with that base luggage and base as a company. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Shay Mitchell's company came out and said, uh, we love, we just provide the luggage, not the baggage that comes with it. <laughs> Basically saying like, we don't want to be affiliated mm. and then sent Ariana free luggage. Mm. So she is not brand friendly right now and she's not, uh, su- like successful and popular enough to stand on her own right to have just people like fans wanting more from her so that was technically like essentially a little bit a career ending move but if we learned anything from vanderpump (laughs) next season there's always some sort of path to redemption there's always a way back the door's never fully closed on Vanderpump Rules. It's harder for her because she also lost all her friends. Right. Which is, in my uh, opinion, what as a career advisor to these people, I think that was a big mistake on um, Charlie, on Charlie's part, because had she stuck with Raquel next season she would have gotten so much air time oh, because she would call. be the only one willing to film with Raquel mm-hmm. but instead she chose to just play another side character to the group of girls Lala and um, Katie and Ariana who I don't think they see her as one of their own yeah. so the best she would do is being just a little side character so strategy wise Charlie really miss uh misfired it was a missed opportunity for sure yeah Mm -hmm. um ariana looks incredible this is her i think this is her natural hair color with just two blonde money pieces Mm -hmm. in the front and i loved it so much um she looks way younger her skin is so flawless and this hair color is goes so well with her complexion it really does nature knows what it's doing yeah i mean she is slaying this look of uh a woman in distress who has no time to put on makeup but yeah just has that natural amazing and then she i I, then she got a icy blonde lob for the reunion which was also another really good power move she has some great people advising her. Yeah, what do you think of... I've heard some people say that they think that Lala's styling team has been doing Ariana's oh, really? stuff for this press tour. And I can kind of see that. I wouldn't be surprised because Ariana's always been that girl who wears like fast fashion trends, mm-hmm. probably off of Shein or Revolve or something. But that revenge dress was... I couldn't have asked for more. She really slayed the revenge look. Yeah. Everyone take note. But I did hear a funny um, conspiracy theory that she did have a heads up from the production about the affair because people didn't believe she would have had those abs unless she did (laughs) a lot of prep work Mm. of starving and ab workouts. And I think that's like a funny thing to <laughs> think about. I mean, she did pull that look together so 
oh, phenomenal. Do you think that when the Scandaval hit and the cameras went back up, she called her doctor and was like, get me on Ozempic? <laughs> that would be cool. We did see, uh, I think a couple of days after the iconic picture of her at a McDonald's, she's truly one of us. Yeah, she's one of us. <laughs> she's, she's a McDonald's. She's a Florida girl. <laughs> She's getting her McDonald's. When we were talking about our spiral down yes. at a McDonald's drive-thru, Ariana was, she was there just doing that. Eating it in shame in her car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if you're eating McDonald's and French onion soup, would you have those abs? I mean, yeah, she probably did like a cleanse beforehand. And- oh, I'm sure she did like a, a cleanse for prepping for the reunion, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to pause the recording. I'm not gonna, I'm just gonna quickly run and get a charger. Okay. My computer is about to die. Okay. <laughs> we'll just let this little BTS play out on back. Mommy don't know that it's good body shop. Lately she's been dressing for revenge. Have you heard that Taylor Swift song? Mm-mm. Oh, it's one of the few ones I like. <laughs> it's a country song. She's got some bops. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are we ready for the next scene at Katie's? The big Katie and Schwartz. Yes, we are ready. Um... This was weird. Immediately, I saw Schwartz, for whatever reason, the first time watching this is the first time I felt safe. I don't know whether it was the Adidas pants. Um, I own a bunch of pairs. It's a very Euro trash look, those specific mm-hmm. Adidas pants. Oh, I like that. I like him saying, can I get a Coke, but pouring a beer. That's what... I do when I... Into a rocks glass. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I do around family where I don't want to be such an overt alcoholic. I'll be like, I need a beverage and then slyly get not a Diet Coke, but a... (laughs) So, and then um, we got a flashback to Stassi naked in the pool. Holy hotness. It makes me so happy we're doing a rewatch because that scene... Something to look forward to. It's so good. Mm-hmm. And uh, Schwartz says he didn't do anything wrong. And Katie's like, yes, you did, you little bitch boy. <laughs> <laughs> when he said, I'm just a dude trying to get by in life. I got a lot on my mind, my health, my wealth. There's a fucking man eating Nile crocodiles in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) They're alligators. There are alligators in Florida, not crocodiles. First of all, I was floored (laughs) by that rebuttal. I've never heard anything like it. I was like, this man is a comedic (laughs) genius to whip that out. He is very funny. So seamlessly. I was like, I'm going to take that quote with me on my journey. Whenever there's an uncomfortable conversation that needs to be had, I'm just going to bring up 
a random fact about alligators and how much it's truly ruining my life. (laughs) (laughs) And I think I respond positively to a broken, beaten down man. Mm. And you'll find none more broken or beaten down. (laughs) Um, Because I feel like that's an easy prey. Those are the vulnerable ones are easier to manipulate. And that's what I'm looking for ultimately. So seeing him with a lot on his mind, his health and his wealth. Oh my God, he is just a a man coping at all times with his... The life is happening to him and he's just on one autopilot cope. Yeah, he is... (laughs) On the lazy river of life, and he cannot get off the inner tube. He's just except floating. it's not a lazy river; it's a full like whitewater rafting. The waves are just hitting him from every direction. His business is sinking. There's a lot of drama with his family. I'm not sure what's going on with his opioid addiction that I am alleging here now. <laughs> that hasn't been ever explicitly stated, but I've always had a little <laughs> bit of a. Hmm? But something in that was so hot to me. Maybe it's the Adidas pants combo and like a true (laughs) brokenness. But I was like, wow. (laughs) So big question is... Million dollar question here. When did he know? No, not that. Do you think he, he did anything wrong? Um, do I think he did anything wrong? No. No. You yeah. don't think it was wrong to allow Katie get taunted like that? I mean, yes, that is not good. But I wouldn't say he... I guess my response was, do I think that he was in any way culpable in the scandal of it all my answer would be no do i think he was a dick for sort of rubbing this little experiment with raquel into katie's face absolutely but mild offense though yeah all's fair in love and war on reality tv that's their basically their entire relationship that's always what they've been doing right and yeah, uh, yeah, his loyalty does lie with Sandoval. Yeah. Should he have kind of been a good friend and encouraged him to do better? Probably. But he wa- he did an honorable thing as a friend, I think, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't really have a, have a hard stance on that. No, I don't either. It's like kicking a dog when it's down, mm-hmm. you know, which he he also weaponizes his, you know, down and out. Docile. Docile. Kind of puppy dog. Puppy demeanor. dog be- demeanor. He 100%. And we get that a little bit later on in this episode. We get it again. But you can't really, I mean, Tom Sandoval, this is... One true love. And his one true love. So he's going to stand by his man. His man is Tom Sandoval. (laughs) Yeah, Katie wishes it was the divorce and losing her that's going to shake Sandoval and get him on the straight and narrow. But I think it's going to be the heartbreak 
not Sandoval Schwartz. Right. But I think it's going to be the heartbreak that's going to ultimately happen with Sandoval that we see happening now on the reunion when Sandoval betrays him by hanging him out to dry Mm -hmm. when Schwartz really needed him most. I think that's the that's the break that might shake uh, Schwartz into a little bit of a reality check. That's going to be the ultimate heartbreak of his life when he realizes Sandoval probably doesn't value him the right. same way Schwartz values him and is probably not actually that in love with him. Yeah, no, totally. I I agree with you 100% there. And I'm not even speaking this in, in any sort of queer terms. No. I don't think there's... This isn't like a gay thing. This is just a platonic love. Very much best friend, uh, soulmate Mm -hmm. on a friendship, brothers for life type of relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we get some flashbacks of past seasons. Like you mentioned with Stassi in the pool talking about the guys always covering for each other. And again, as we mentioned at the top, this is what the show was built on, mm-hmm. is people cheating, people being sloppy, people being messy, people covering for each other, and we're here again. It's it's back to its original form. and I They're think- following their own uh, guidebook, yeah, basically. Yeah. There's nothing is surprising. They're following the playbook they wrote, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then, oh God... We get the big Kristen Doty comeback. Uh-huh. I so we just recorded a pilot where I was talking about how incredibly hot and flawless Kristen is, how she just I am so just enamored with her. Seeing her here was a little bit jarring. Um I don't know if it's the veganism, you know, as a fellow keto carnivore <laughs> follower, uh, I'm going to put that in question, whether it's the drinking, the fillers, but mm, girl. I'm giving, I'm, I'm going to give her, I think that, you know, there's some residual COVID weight happening. Okay, yeah. And... I think when you couple that with maybe a little too recent filler injection and maybe a little too much partying. She looked really swollen. She looked quite puffed. And I mean, I'm, <laughs> I can't talk. I'm the puff queen. Same. I am puffed to the gods as we speak. But <laughs> Same. But if I... I do think that... Was going to be on camera... Yeah, if I knew I was filming. Making my big return, I even though it's probably not natural and would be more of a produced reality, I would have maybe took a little bit of an ice roller to the face, you know, do what I can. I definitely would have done a 48-hour water fast. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and like plunged my head in a toilet bowl full of ice and water a la Sonia Morgan to depuff before I went over to film. But that's just me. Oh, well, yeah, of course. Um, also, probably wouldn't have wore a cardigan on a crop top either. Uh, Some choices but- were made. Not always good ones, but choices were, were certainly made. 
the disappointment wasn't just aesthetically. The entire scene for me was so flop. Like, I don't love the Gaia ceremony and burning shit. That feels very undignified. And Ariana has been handling it in such a dignified way that this felt like some sort of performative witchy woo shit but yeah. it just didn't didn't hit it was stupid i wanted the dodie that was willing to draw blood fly out miami girl and go for the jugular instead we got i mean i don't know good for her whatever medication she's probably medicated mm-hmm. <clears throat> sedated <laughs> They're keeping her very leveled. Leveled Kristen is not what I crave. Leveled Kristen is not what I'm used to. The whole thing felt out of place. This was her opportunity to make herself a bigger part of the scandal and earn her a spot on the next season. Because if she were to bring the Kristen Doty TM uh, chaos... It's. I think that's what we all were looking for. I didn't get that. It made me really sad. Yeah, she... The one thing that I did like about the scene with Kristen is there's a little sort of back and forth between her and Ariana about our ex-boyfriend. And although I don't... That camaraderie, though. I wanted her to be like... He, she had a psychic premonition flashback. We see she tells her, she tells Ariana exactly yeah. what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And I wanted maybe some petty gloat from Kristen, right? Maybe something playful, even between her and Ariana, a little less oh pish posh and a yeah. little more bitch. I don't want to say I told you so. But the pish posh was like, okay, did. what have you done with Kristen, and who are you? <laughs> Um, but it did, it just kind of made me appreciate just speaking from personal friend group drama, sort of how I think after on a long enough timeline, it's important to forgive and forget with your female friends. Yeah. There can be a road to recovery and it gives me hope. It gives me hope that one day Ariana can extend that same grace to Raquel. Do I think Raquel will be back on the show? I don't know. Probably not. Like you said, I think she played her hand wrong and could have done something different, went leaned into a villain edit and then had an arc where she turned it around and came back to be the underdog or something along those lines. But I just, I wanted to leave a little space for there to be at a later date, maybe years down the road, some healing there. Maybe an openness to one thing we truly haven't gotten, no one's gotten, I don't think we're going to get, unless this is going to be the big secret reveal drop, is, well, basically, we don't really know um, Raquel's side of the story as mm-hmm. far as what she, was she truly thinking in her friendship with Ariana. I'm going to say it's probably as 
it's not as meaningful as we want it to be. It's probably what I was saying. It's a cutthroat pageantry, take the girl out, mm-hmm. like walk over someone's dead body for a piece of gum type level of competitiveness. Uh, but I mean, if there, I wish Ariana was more open to having when things really settle down and feelings kind of the severity of the situation isn't so immediate Mm -hmm. maybe like a heart to heart where ariana really puts um raquel's friendship into question to raquel to maybe make raquel uh think back and realize reprogram herself to realize that she probably should have valued the friendship, the bond she had with another female. Yes. And not prioritize male gaze and attention over it. Yes. I think that that you summed up sort of what I was trying to get at perfectly. It's the, and especially as someone older, like Ariana should give Raquel a little bit of that grace because she was literally in well, her position years ago. Raquel isn't a baby. No. She's nearly a 30 year old woman. No, but I just mean Ariana, you literally did that with Tom to Kristen. So could you maybe leave a little space for Raquel to speak her piece, I guess? Well, if we're going to talk about that, <laughs> I have some thoughts. Ariana, the queen, the 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 hero, every, right. every girl that's been cheated on, basically their little avatar right now. Ariana did... Looking back, um, I think, in my personal opinion, much worse than what Raquel did. It was disgusting how Ariana weaponized mental health in order to publicly shame and diagnose Kristen. Mm-hmm. She also denied Miami Girl on camera to her face, basically... And she admitted that she knew it was true. So she Mm -hmm. looked Miami girl and Marie in the eye and said, you're crazy bitch. You're a liar. Another thing that's disgusting is there's actually a a little bit of a nugget of a maybe potentially a sexual assault allegation. The way Anne Marie had framed it in the article is that she didn't want to. She was on her period and Tom sort of Mm. kind of coerced her into the hookup so knowing that ariana's behavior was despicable she was absolutely disgusting the way she treated sheena because sheena Mm -hmm. came to her as a best friend and said this is these are my concerns and ariana looked her in the eye and defended tom even though she knew sheena was right ariana prioritized male gaze and attention Mm -hmm. over her female friendships and she was always uh positioning herself as the woke one in the group like campaigning Mm -hmm. for cis females and the girl's girl and vagina rights and being this bisexual princess but in reality she was willing to throw every single female under the bus just because of her and tom to protect tom's public image because now she's with tom so she wants him to look squeaky clean and good and their love story to be good like a fairy Mm -hmm. tale so i don't know when 
um, the rabid fans are gonna realize. Uh, but I do feel the tides are gonna be turning. Oh, there will be a backlash on Ariana. One hundred. Yeah, I mean, it happens every time someone's every that time. F- put up on a pedestal. It just gives them a, like a harder fall in the end. But looking back at it and. Uh, she was always very righteous and just an advocate, justice warrior for all these things. But the behavior she exhibited in that scenario, she not, if I may say so, did not need to throw a punch for Ariana and be like this puddle of tears the whole time because Ariana wasn't that for Sheena. She wasn't writing that hard for Sheena. Mm-hmm. No, she wasn't. She le- She totally... Did Sheena dirty in that she did Anne Marie dirty, she did Kristen dirty, and she did it all in the name of Tom Sandoval and being the cool chick. And you reap what you sow. Yeah. Um I've I have I've always been a girl's girl. I've never ever prioritized male attention over girls not to brag or anything but i i have a friend like uh, that so maybe it's hitting me personally um i think we've all had a friend like that (laughs) i've felt those those kind of hits i would take publicly in a social setting where i would be just kind of thrown out and just for the sake of that girl maybe getting some of the surrounding male attention for the sake of flirting like getting abandoned at parties when she was my dd because she chose to leave with another just stuff like that and never Mm -hmm. hearing from this person again as soon as she does have a boyfriend because i'm no longer relevant to her life so i maybe i am a little bit harsh when judging those kind of girls but at the end of the day it's the observable truth Right. I mean, it's not a total character defect. Those girls, if they do find the right guy to write for, do build very solid families and that have the romance of their lifetime. And then who am I to try to earn certain rights to the friendship? So right. maybe I need to work that out later. But, you know. <laughs> um. So my drunk notes about sando's arrival at lisa's was rain dot 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 tom looks like batman's penguin like a skinny (laughs) version (laughs) my sober thoughts though all black outfit with brown shoes babe that's how we know he's unwell truly um his hairline really scares me he looks like a ventriloquist doll or like a chucky doll that's very weird it's because he's he's dying it <laughs> and when you are dying your hair like a dark color it starts oh. to like it will dye your scalp too and it gives it an unnatural hard line fullness to the hard line and it your eye instantly goes to it because it's unnatural in its appearance he's creepy looking he's any hot um value he had previously which i know you said you saw him in person he's objectively hot yes obviously 100 but any sex appeal joie de vivre that he had is gone it's and i don't know if it's ever coming back (laughs) once again his shitty sobbing disgusts me 
him hyperventilating under a pink feather tree is so gay and i am using gay as a slur here i don't care <laughs> it's the gayest thing i've ever seen it's Ugh, even Lisa's kind of recoiling because she doesn't Lisa, know how to handle this bullshit. Lisa detests weakness in men. We've seen it in scenes with her and James when he starts crying in public. Like, I think that she is, she's obviously old school British. She likes to nurture a broken man, but she doesn't like this blatant display of weakness. Right. But she is British. She does have a stiff upper lip. It's not yeah. in our na- her nature. And my- Well, I said our because I'm Swedish, so I was raised the same. That sort of undignified display of your trauma is just kind of gross. Keep your feelings bottled up. Push that shit down. Never acknowledge it and carry on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think that's why she actually, she wrote for Raquel a lot more than people expected her to, because I think she liked that Raquel was giving them no satisfaction of tears. Mm-hmm. Lisa's always got her little fingers. Oh, she knows. In every little pot. <laughs> she knows. She knows everything. <laughs> Uh, I do appreciate her showing kindness and no judgment in this moment anyway to Tom because this is like such a shitty situation where he needs something to be better for, even if mm-hmm. that's Lisa's uh, undying sort of allegiance to him. Right. At least maybe he would be like, well, just to save some face, I should be trying to be a better man and maybe own my mistakes is he gonna necessarily have that epiphany and do it no but also in that moment when he's really take like he's being railed and fisted up the ass all over social media the whole world is against him every possible podcast youtube channel media outlet mm-hmm. snark instagram accounts are just on him uh, that could severely damage a person mentally. Absolutely. So too, yeah. She's doing the right thing by not turning on him and giving him that little safe cushion to maybe land a little softer. She totally is. And by saying she will always stand by and support him, she really is doing him the solid, like you said, of giving him, no, no, no. You may think the world has turned its back on you, but I am here for you. I will continue to be here for you. And if you would just stop fucking sobbing, you will get through this. Please don't commit Sui over this. I literally cannot have. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, I listen, I just put a down payment on a new place. I'm expecting that season 11 check. I cannot have you going around and fucking up my money. (laughs) (laughs) Um... He says, uh, these are my notes, he says that Ariana deserves a better man, and Lisa says, you're not a bad person, you just did a bad thing. And I think I wrote this when I was drunk, because I said, he is a bad person because he's stupid, (laughs) inarticulate (laughs) retard. Not no. I think Lisa's really judging his inability to even articulate himself and going, dude, like, uh, like, uh. That's a big personality flaw, in my opinion. You can be a bad person, you can do bad things, but you can't be a stupid person because that just right. that's bad optics. I've always said you can be mean or you can be dumb, but you can't be both. True. 
Very true. So a mean dumb person is just a bad combo. Pick a struggle. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> Pick a lane and stay in that Pick one. Pick a lane. You can be mean and funny and smart, or you can be dumb. James Kennedy. And, and endearing Tom Schwartz, but you cannot be mean and dumb. It just doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. People don't have any room for it. Yeah, it's it's undignified. I keep using that word, but it is what it is. <laughs> um, so then we have the rooftop. Um, Lala wearing her own merch is kind of a fail. I don't like it. It is giving wearing the band shirt to the show. Your own. Your own band <laughs> I thought it was such, when I saw that Instagram live in real life, I was, I was like, this is performance art comedy. This is high comedy. (laughs) She has a blanket pulled all the way up to her neck in bed telling, saying how she's too busy living her life to be receiving emails. I was like, what a vibe. Honestly, that's me in bed acting like I'm too busy to (laughs) move my finger. But then she just really took that joke and straight into the ground. ground. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so everyone's in black dressed for a funeral except for ariana ariana looks great who's good as gold she's good as gold she's giving her best good as she gold. really did the thing that i would have done and show up in a slutty club dress yeah post breakup <laughs> i like that it was a move it was so obvious and on the nose but oh. in a weird way i respect that because yeah, we all had to be like... It's an instinct. Mm-hmm. We see you, girl. We got you. <laughs> so then Schwartz comes in for a heart-to-heart. And the thing that I was like... He said something about an unspoken pact. In my notes it says, which makes it even more trash. What, what unspoken pact? Do you recall? I, I think he was talking about Tom and Ariana's alleged pact to not make each other look bad (gasps) on camera i think that's what he was talking about there and i think he understands that they had an agreement to not make each other look bad or air out air out their dirty laundry air out their dirty laundry on the show which i think is a pretty standard thing even in my own relationship, I don't have public fights with my husband or in front of my friends. Well, no, but for them, they're on a reality TV show. And for years, they did put a lot of effort into keeping this veneer and deny, right. deny, deny with my... I think that's what I meant by it's even more trash. It's just because Ariana completely 100% partook in it. Mm-hmm. In some ways, I think she might have been the mastermind behind it oh. because... She was very careful always. I don't think Sandoval is smart enough. He would have aired out his dirty laundry given the chance. I think it was more coming from Ariana to kind of handle their shit behind the closed doors and put out this appearance. But they were also a brand together, so Mm -hmm. it makes a little bit of sense. And, I mean, Jax has been calling it out for years. And yeah. Before the scandal broke on podcasts, Lala and Katie both have said when they're asked who is the most different when the cameras are rolling, they would always say it's Tom and Ariana. And this is just everything always comes out to light. And Mm -hmm. this is, I guess it's their turn. Yep. 
And on Howie Mandel, uh, Sandoval said that when he did try to break up with Ariana, she basically said, I will quit the show if you do this. And he felt as though that's unfair because all their other cast members went through personal shit on camera and Ariana's unwillingness to do it kind of made me believe that uh, it was more her doing. I could see that totally. And I mean, they, they show that clip of Tom sort of saying he's on a hot mic, but it's B-roll footage of him essentially saying as much that it's kind of BS that they don't ever really get into the nitty gritty of their relationship when they're filming. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, there's, it's to a degree where like, if you're presenting a united front, you're both going to have to be on the same page about certain things and present the same false front to the world. And I could 100% see her turning the gears on the Miami girl and everything and how to continue to make herself look like the good, cool girl. Never does anything wrong. Because it's always easier to control the narrative when you're controlling the narrative. She uh, shared her uh, body image issues, her struggle with mental health, but it's coming from her, therefore she can really yes. frame it the way she wants. If she were to let her real relationship with Sandoval play out, then there's too many variables where she could maybe possibly come off not looking so great, and that mm. is something she wanted to keep a tight lid on. Yep. But, oh my god, here, Schwartz had a slight moment of clarity and insight when he said he read the situation correctly as far as Sandoval saying he's been exploiting his kindness. And I was like, Ariana, this is your chance. Turn Schwartz, turn him, turn him. Get him out of the sick friendship with Sandoval. <laughs> but she Free didn't him. capitalize on the moment and end up drawing a hard line. But I guess Lala taught her well by saying, if you associate with them, There is no path forward with me, so you choose. But I kind of think missed opportunity. They could have really took Schwartz and had him going against Sandoval at the reunion. Could you imagine? Oh, yeah. Could have been a real moment of empowerment for Schwartz to break free. What is it called when a kid wants to get away from the parents' control, but they're a minor? Oh, God. Oh, I'm blinking. Right, I'm blanking. COVID brain. COVID brain. (laughs) Can't access that file right now. Uh, Emancipation. Emancipation, yeah. This could have been Schwartz's emancipation from Sando, and he could have potentially saved the Schwartz and Sandys. Not that it needs saving, but at the time they did think it was just coming down so hard on them and hitting them where it hurts into their bank accounts, and Schwartz could have taken a stand, really. Mm Mm-hmm. So Schwartz, he, you know, he apologizes to Ariana and Ariana says, again, that she and him are no longer friends because of his relationship with Tom Sandoval. And she tells Schwartz that she misses Sandoval, but what she misses is not real. And I was like, because your relationship was fake. (laughs) No, but dude, not to be like Sandoval, but dude, that is a hard thing to... (laughs) reconcile with that mm-hmm. looking nine years of your life all of it was 
just a front because the nice thing when you come out of a really like a long relationship like that even with my ex the one i constantly reference um we had such a tumultuous relationship but we also had so many good times and we truly loved each other that at the end with a very 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 decent apology and some time separating us now we're a family and it's because Mm -hmm. you know i don't think you love the person at some point it's like I don't ever want to feel a bad way about them and right it gave me him making it up to me in an incredible ways earning my kind of friendship and trust back but I really appreciated him because it gave me um this gift of now looking back at all of the good times and really cherishing them and it's so sad that Ariana doesn't have that now she's Mm -hmm. looking back and questioning everything Mm-hmm. it's sad Ugh, all their private moments all their inside jokes everything just turned to shit because sandoval couldn't have done the dignified thing and just broken up with her right how do you even that's so sad for her then we have the big the big sheena confrontation mm-hmm. um sheena's marina del rey apartment Sheena's braining, Sheena's braining the Adrian Malouf tinsel in her hair in the Talking Head interview. Yes, nailing it, Queen. Again, 2013. It's all coming back. Faux hawks, hair tinsel. It's <laughs> history. Truly repeats itself, and every like decade. And yeah, in Vanderpump, it's so cyclical that now they're doing callbacks to season one of Beverly Hills. <laughs> So Sandoval shows up. Well, Sheena, before he gets there, Sheena's sort of just talking about how long she and Sandoval had been friends, how they came up together, not like knowing anyone. Um, she really values Sir. those moments of friendship when she talks about Sandoval put his arm around her. And mm-hmm. I, that's where Sheena really has a bleeding heart is whenever someone shows her a little bit of loyalty and kindness, she really takes that in and holds on to that in a really, really real, sincere mm-hmm. way. So Sandoval shows up, Brock takes Summer Moon to the park, leaves um, Tom and Sheena I wrote, this is the first time the sound of Brock's voice didn't completely make me, my skin crawl. I really <laughs> hate him, but we, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that for, we'll get there. <laughs> but Brock was a little bit very, had like a really good approach. He kind of just said a quick thing to Sandoval and didn't involve him and was like, I'll let you guys handle it. I'm disappointed, but I'm also not gonna... Yeah. Make myself a bigger part of this than I actually am. Right. Because he really isn't. So I like that. He had a, obviously, a crap first season. Um, Mm -hmm. He was much better this season because he wasn't... Because there was less of him. On camera. (laughs) (laughs) I think he, I think he definitely got put in his place um, and is sort of rebuilding that, which good for him. I will be hating on Brog later to come, but we'll... (laughs) (laughs) we don't have to get into that just yet so Um, yeah any thoughts on uh sandoval and sheena's tearful so sheena is pissed when they cut to when tom and sheena are sitting down talking and tom starts out apologizing they cut to sheena's face sheena is livid 
at Tom. Um, and I just appreciate that. I'm glad that she, this was a really good scene for Sheena. I think she did a really good job. She really put Tom in his place when he tried to come at her with his weak ass excuses for why he didn't break up with Ariana. And I think that she just nailed his ass, especially with the, if you're afraid that she's going to harm herself, which. The allegation was made on the Howie Mandel podcast and right now to Sheena that if he tried to break up with her, Ariana says she's going to kill herself. Here's my read on this. I sort of think she did. And specifically because she knows that he is so dumb and not in tune with the woke culture, which one of the topics is always like nursing the mental health. I mean, flashback to the scene Mm -hmm. where he says cyst instead of cis. So Ariana probably knew how to verbally manipulate and plant seeds. Oh, sure. I just get this gut download that she knew how to kind of use not her mental health but the larger conversation surrounding mental health yes to manipulate sandoval a little bit into believing that there's a vulnerability to maybe control him a little bit yes i co-sign that across the board 100 percent. the reason i think she did that And I think there was an element of looking the other way, which she did admit on Call Her Daddy. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was a conscious decision. I think it was more a subconscious gut instinct reaction is because she found herself in a very comfortable, favorable position. I don't think she was in love thrilled happy all the time but she um did have a business with him a brand she had a house and basically uh surrounding her issues around sex maybe she's actually deep down not a very sexual person which is okay i mean takes one to know one Mm -hmm. i'll say myself well she's a theater kid so she's either slutty into maybe polys or completely asexual (laughs) i think she kind of liked having that alone time the fact that he was always out of the house Mm -hmm. um they presented as a couple of united front but he mostly left her alone to go party it up with her gay besties and yeah maybe on a subconscious level she was like well i'm comfortable i'm good in this situation i don't have some annoying horny dude and i'm basically have a life partner that i don't have to do too much to keep this relationship going so i think when that started becoming a threat of that ending when he was trying to break up with her maybe her reaction was well no 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 i'm not gonna let you out of this we have a good thing going I am looking the other way. I'm not confronting you about staying out late, not coming home, not spending time. Mm-hmm. So as long as you keep up your end of the deal and not make me look stupid, I am more than happy to pretend like we're a happy and love couple and just leave it at that. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that she was comfortable 
where they were at and she was not looking to rock the boat. And like I said, we're speaking on things on subconscious levels and picking up on different frequencies on these people. I do think you said that she had an ability that Tom didn't to use the language of mental health against him to gently manipulate his emotions and the way that he moved in the world around her. We've all been, even just with friends, we've all been with the person who's in a bad mood, in a funk, whatever, and you're walking on eggshells around them, catering to their needs, trying to garner some affection, trying to make them feel better. And that, if that continues on a long enough timeline, like that is emotionally manipulative Mm -hmm. and abusive against that other person, especially if you are not necessarily that vulnerable. And especially with this new language around this mental, everyone's triggered all the time. Don't trigger me. You're triggering me. You're causing me mental harm. Like with this new age language around it, it's really easy to sort of weaponize it in that way against people and trap someone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Trap someone. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. Um, and it's just, I think she was like in a situation where why reinvent, reinvent the wheel? Why get out of this yeah. nine year thing when we can just keep it going? And I do hope this maybe serves a little bit as a liberating experience for her where she will have to look and see what does she deeply desire. Maybe she does want to have that feeling of in love, wanting to just rip each other's clothes off, like sexual mm-hmm. attraction, being with someone who makes you... Because Tom was never superior to her, so she never had to impress him. Right. She always kind of knew that she was a little bit... He was the inferior one. Yeah. But you know when you have a crush on like um you probably don't because you're married but when you first get a crush on a man who you do view as a little bit more superior to you maybe on an intellectual level or social standing or you know he's wealthier Mm -hmm. suddenly you have this weird need to impress him and like show up as your best self and i Thing, and that is so exciting and every time you get that attention from them butterflies in the stomach so maybe she's due to experience that as opposed to this comfortability amicable friends siblings kind of dynamic uh-huh. or maybe she'll just want to do a solo journey i mean who knows where this could go i'm not loving her parading with some i don't know fit Jim bro, I want her to go for an older daddy, Ooh. a wealthy, older, uh, like a Wall Street or a tech guy mm-hmm. who's not a part of reality TV, who's mature, who maybe already has been divorced and has a kid. Mm-hmm. So Ariana could maybe give cool this step-mom. like cool stepmom, see how she really feels about wanting kids because she started getting on that path with the embryos. And so that could be a fun test drive. Someone who will really take care of her and boss up and be like the man that Sandoval never was, mm-hmm. like a true masculine man yes. who will never cry or wear nail polish. <laughs> With Kate Gosselin hair. Mm-hmm. 
I would love that for her. Oh, yeah. I I mean, I think that would be the ultimate for her. She needs someone, like you said, that is older, who is established. I do think a stepkid would be a fun addition for her. Who thinks she's like the hottest thing when she dresses up in slutty outfits and goes to a festival. Mm -hmm. He's all about it. A guy who just got out of divorce and wants to kind of relive his younger days with this hot younger chick, but who has the maturity and ability to kind of uh, take care of her heart and emotionally. She needs to find the Jeff Bezos to her Lord. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Daddy Bezos time. Yeah. I was actually thinking. Or maybe daddy, daddy lesbian. Maybe she needs like an older, an older woman that's like gonna come in Mm -hmm. and take care of her. I could see that too. Yeah. Um, kind of like Sarah Paulson and her wife, whose name I'm forgetting. There's like a big age gap there, but it's it works. So I could also see her with an older woman too. That yeah, that would be an epic power move. If she got with a hot old lady <laughs> and they could ride horses together. Like a glamorous hot Yeah, like a glamorous Like um on Miami, the model and the tennis player. Yes. Like yes. the tennis player type. Those two. Yeah. She needs a Martina Navratilova. Yes, that would emasculate and eviscerate Sandoval because she's like, I found a woman who's more masculine than Than your pathetic pussy ass bitch ass. Yes. That would be amazing. What a power move. Slay, Ariana. Oh my God. If she, if she could like. I'm manifesting that for her now. I'm manifesting a hot lesbian love affair for her too. Mm Mm-hmm rich so she gets to go on like the most amazing vacations and doesn't have to split the bill like she did with sandoval going skiing playing tennis at the stables amazing oh yeah goals goals (laughs) so i mean there's really not much left they sheena and tom briefly again talk about miami girl sheena tells tom that She's always thought that the rumor was true, which now we know it was. And mm-hmm. she ends their friendship, which I think she'll be back. I think Sheena will forgive and forget within like a, a season. <laughs> I think she already admitted to reaching out. Yeah, but that was for a different reason. Like Sheena's always the one bridging. Yeah. Sheena will film with anyone. She'll film with a pile of dog shit. <laughs> Which is Sandoval, honestly, right now. <laughs> We're just Sandoval at this point in time. <laughs> oh, God. Well, we've been at it for like three hours. Yeah, I mean, that was a whirlwind, but what an episode. It's like our own therapy because we've been on such an emotional roller coaster journey with this. Yeah, we got metaphysical, spiritual. <laughs> we were everywhere. Um I mean, I am not disappointed at all. This really delivered the scandal that we've been missing all along. Right. And the way they handled it, I mean, I'll give it to Ariana. If she didn't find out, she said herself on Call Her Daddy that she would have just been a cog in the machine of this stupid plan that Sandoval had to end it with her and then start dating Raquel. But instead, she immediately turned the tables 
put out it to TMZ, called the production, and now they're the cogs in this machine and mm-hmm. just spinning out of control and they can't seem to catch a break, which is, I mean, yeah, they deserve it. And I love that Ariana did that. So I will give her credit. Yeah. Not only did Sandoval and Raquel save the show, but she saved the show by bringing the cameras in right away and mm-hmm. just exposing everything and being willing to do that applause slow claps for ariana she's never been my queen right now she is the moment <laughs> she did the damn a thing a hot moment and for that in a hot red dress yeah with abs abs love that abs for days damn sucks for lala though because she her breakup was gonna be it and then katie stole her uh <laughs> stole her moment by divorcing Schwartz and now no one's even talking about Lala and I know. she keeps trying to get in there and like no but this has happened to me with Rand and everyone's like we don't care people are talking about other stuff Lala <laughs> <laughs> and her stuff is so much darker that this feels like more fun right right no kids are involved no one's truly you know committing crimes no one's running drugs or casting couch. Abusing or their assistants. Being, yeah, being trafficked or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's just two horny idiots fucking in a what I assume to be a, a Honda Accord. <laughs> Honda Civic. <laughs> Honda Civic. I was going up. I was like, uh, she's got a couple of seasons under her belt. I'm going to give Raquel the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to say she's driving a Honda Accord and not a Honda Civic. <laughs> Dog, you know, I had a moment when Sheena said they fucked in her car. I literally had a moment. Raquel has a car and she knows how to drive. <laughs> and then I was like, what does she drive? Like, what machine can she operate? <laughs> um, Feels like a hazard. It does. Now that I'm thinking about it. It does make me concerned for the pedestrians of the <laughs> West Hollywood, greater Los Angeles area. She's on the road, so... That's terrifying. Be careful. Headphones out. Look both ways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. She's coming on to a sidewalk near you. <laughs> <laughs> but damn, that bitch is sinister. You know that Ariana said... Uh, that she sent Tom a letter, which she legally couldn't open, so she didn't. Yeah. So then she sends a fucking postcard, so she could actually read what she sent. Read the back. Yeah, that is... I kind of love that. I mean... I need her to lean in more and bring it to the front, that weird, sinister part of her that's doing this. I need her to own it and really lead with it, as opposed to doing it in the shadows. In the shadows, yeah. That would be fun. Well, babe, I've got to go. I've got to go cook dinner for my husband. Yeah. No 7-Eleven <laughs> hot dogs. You're actually cooking? No, because there's no 7-Eleven near us or don't think I wouldn't. Oh, see, I'm surrounded <laughs> by them and I already sussed out the best ones that have the freshest oh. food and the kind of uh, cashiers that if I flirt just enough, they'll comp my drinks, my big gulps. Mm. <laughs> Oh, is it the closest? There's a 7-Eleven by my work, but it is not a good one. I like don't even trust their fountain drinks, really. I'm like, there's something in this ice that's gonna eat my flesh. I don't do ice. (laughs) I will do nacho cheese out of that machine, but ice, something about that Mm. I don't like. Dirty frozen water, not not on my watch. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, I can't okay, wait well, to I'll edit send this. You, yes, I'll send you the files. Um, just text me tomorrow. Let me know whatever you want to record next. Not to be like a Tim Dillon. Who, remember in the beginning of his uh, podcast, he was always like, well, I'm off keto again. Keeps falling off keto. I'm not. Keep falling off. I'm trying to see. I'm thinking ready now.